whether you like or dislike what I am doing, what my choices are, what kind of life I've decided I wanted for myself, whether or not you, you know, like that, that you do not try to inhibit me from doing so. Right. Was that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that is an innate thing that should just be there. I think that there the laws are meant to protect them, but it's it's weird because there are so many laws that don't protect them That's for certain correct. groups of people. Um, <clears throat> and it's like at that point, are you lawmakers attempting to redefine what it is for me to be human so that I can even have these human rights? Because if if a right is taken from me that I believe to be just a, a human right, uh-huh. and your laws don't protect me for those rights, uh-huh. then to me that means that you don't consider me a full human in the way you do other people who are more protected by like maybe three fifths of a human (laughs) (laughs) exactly do you believe that you have any privileges and if so what do I believe I have any privileges? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, okay. This one's kind of, you know, this isn't like huge or um, earth shattering or anything. But <clears throat> as a man, um, as a male educator, I know that um, I have, like I said, this isn't earth shattering. But I know that in dealing with, with uh, students, all I have to do is turn up the volume a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, enough to feel my chest rumble and, and things are going to stop. <laughs> you know, it's going to get yeah. real quiet. Yeah. And so, and, and I'm six two, two fifty. you know what I mean? So, right, yeah. you know, my presence is a little commanding. So just, you know, being, being a male educator, I know that I have that advantage, you know, or, or, you know, it's a little simpler for me to, to achieve certain things. I don't know if that really counts as like a privilege, but um, like I said, nothing earth shattering, but um, I don't know. I, I, it depends on what you call privilege, you know, because I'm I'm thinking of it as just a thing that allows you advantages over other um, groups of people who don't have the same thing that you have. Well, I got treated um, in a way like in my neighborhood, there weren't a lot of us, you know, that lived on our side of town that had their mother and their father living with them in the house. You know what I mean? So I got treated almost like, oh, man, you think you're better than us hmm. sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I never viewed having your father, you know, married to your mother living in the house. I never really viewed that as a privilege. You know, I just thought that's just what you do. You know what I mean? But I can recall being made to feel like it was a privilege or an unfair advantage, but I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I don't know if I can really think and, of it. And a I privilege. don't think it's necessarily unfair. I think it's more of an unearned advantage. Okay. Um, but that would be one. I didn't even see it that I way. Guess. Yeah. I just thought it was I think normal. That's, I think that's the, uh, with you having both your parents. Yeah. Together I thought that was normal. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, but no, yeah. You, you know, male privilege is a thing. Yeah. There are things that, um, you know, you're awarded or granted that yeah. women aren't just right. for the fact of being a man. And Some I think, things. you know, it's the same thing on the other end. Oh, yeah. Uh, certain situations. It oh, depends yeah. on, the, on the context. Oh, social media. 
Oh man, if a chick's got some cheeks, man, you know what I mean, and she come on that joint scantily clad, yo, she got followers. She got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know the cash app numbers are ringing. You know. I've seen that point get made a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that from kids, <laughs> like like from kids. You know, yeah. say that, man, Mister E on social media. You know, but if I take my shirt off, you know, I got to put up, I got to post that a hundred times just to, you know. It's like, well, yeah, but is that her fault or is that the guy's fault? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, whose fault is that? Like, I purposely don't do that. You know, like don't when when the chicks got like the cheek shots and stuff like that. You know, they got the you know all that on social media. I don't like them on purpose. I might see it and be like, wow, that's right. But I'm not. I'm not gonna <laughs> hit the. I'm not gonna hit the heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing that. Or cats that use like pictures of cheeks as clickbait. <laughs> you know, on the Instagram stories or on Facebook. I don't. Nah. Yeah. I don't even look at your story. <laughs> I don't even do it. <laughs> you know, trying to tear them down. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just you know, I. It's more than one thing for me. Like I'm a little stand. I'm not trying to take this off the rails. I know we're talking about privilege here. Yeah, you're good. But um, I uh, <laughs> you know, I I'm I'm kind of stubborn. You know, like I'm the dude that, you know, if I see a billboard with a sandwich on it. That don't make me want your sandwich. Get out of here, man. I, I control my own mind. Get out of here with that, you know. Mm -hmm. Or my wife be like, oh, that looks good. We should try it. I don't want that sandwich. Then can't trick me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the picture. The picture of a sandwich. <laughs> it's not even really, it's probably not even warm, you know. It's you know, shellac. <laughs> you know, trying to make that burger look juicy, you know. But I think, uh, <laughs> no, but, but privilege exists, you know. You're right, you know, going both ways. And I think... Um, you know, but the thing I said about social media, you know, with the chicks, you know, getting half naked and stuff, that's kind of on us, though. That's on the fellas and or anybody that, you know, I don't know if you clicking on cheek pictures, but that's kind of on us. Those, <laughs> you know, those of us who like it, you know, that's that's kind of on us. I'm not sending any money. No, nah. for any. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can post your cash app all you want. Yo, what is that, though? Like things that got so know. bad, I'm going to pay just to look at you. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, too. Yeah, I'm not that desperate. Man. No. Like times are hard, you know. If somebody wants to explain that, please email us. At, we might be wrong. Yeah. Dropping this the whole, no, no, <laughs> the yeah, whole episode. We I'm might not, be wrong. I'm not paying for <laughs> cheek pictures or nah. any other kind. Nah, I'm paying for none of that. <laughs> you know, you know what? I wasn't even the dude like in my younger days to even do strip clubs. I Why went not? to one strip club. You didn't like it, was it? The night before I got married, the first time, because the fellas took me. I just never believed in like throwing my money away just to like have some cheeks in my face. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? All right. I, I, I was never, nah, it, it's not worth my, my coins, man. Cause I'm just looking at it. That's my stilo. I mean, the next man, you know, he might be good with that. Yeah. Now I get what you're saying. I would, I, I heard a conversation on another podcast that I watch um, and listen to. Uh -huh. And the woman that was on was a guest and she, um, you know, had been a stripper in the past and uh -huh. has a, um, has an OnlyFans and they were talking about that. Her and the three hosts of the show, um, enjoy the podcast. It's these three guys that host it. Okay. And they brought up a lot of good points, I think, about, you know, just supporting that type of work. And I think that that's cool to do. Like, if you are interested in consuming, there you go, you know, what they have to put out, then 
you know, by all means, pay for it. They deserve to be supported in it. You think that they're doing a good job. You would like yeah. them to continue doing that job and doing it well. Then pay for it. Right. I personally <laughs> <laughs> am not interested in receiving, you know, regular certain pictures or, right. you know, certain content like that that I need to pay for. Right. Not that interested in your services. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm all for supporting it. Right. So if I were, then I'd, I'd pay yeah, for if it. If I was into it that much. Yeah. Right. But there are, there are cases where, you know, people are, we are changing this, this topic a little bit. Yeah. But there are, there are just, to wrap up my point, there are, <laughs> there are instances where there are women posting certain things and they're being sent money not to continue doing it, but just because someone's like, wow, and they just want to send them money. Is that a privilege? And on the woman's behalf? Yeah. I guess so by the definition. Okay. This definition I'll pull it up here says that a privilege is a special advantage, immunity, permission, right, or benefit granted to or enjoyed by an individual or class. Such an advantage, immunity, or right held as a prerogative of status or rank and exercised to the exclusion or detriment of others. I think that's two different things that came up. Yeah, there. I felt two, yeah, yeah, two vibes on there, that. You know, there's, there's having this thing that it doesn't say here, but that I believe should be included in the definition is unearned. Uh -huh. um, and then it's also bringing up the point of exercising, having right. that. The misuse of it. Yeah, that's two separate things. Though. Right, right. Definitely. Both happen. Right. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of different. Pr people have privileges and a lot of people do misuse them, I but think. Isn't that really essentially the problem people have with privilege, though, is, is the that misuse of misuse it? Them? Yeah. Not to say every case where no, people have an issue I with privilege. I think that is an issue that people have yeah. with it. Um, or that they feel like they're missing out on something because they don't also have that, that privilege. Right. Yeah. Um, or ill gotten privilege. Yeah. I saw a video of a, a chick who was upset that she didn't have pretty privilege. Really? Yeah. And she talked about her experiences with that. And with having pretty friends. Yeah. And um, she was saying, like, that there have been times where she, like, went out to eat or something. It, uh -huh. she, she brought up a particular instance. I think it was her birthday. And she went out to eat with, like, friends or something. Uh -huh. And she, like, made herself up really nicely, got her hair done, wore, like, nice clothes. And um, she said that she noticed that the majority of men who were there were staring at her friends. And, yeah. like, she felt ignored. Oh. already believing herself to not be very pretty but that her friends were and she was saying that like you know she was a, a black woman and she just didn't think that she had features that were that tended to grasp attention of men and she was talking about her experience with that I don't necessarily know if she was upset while she was talking about it she was saying that those experiences did upset her in a moment because yeah. it was like it's my birthday I made myself up I want to be looked at. I want to be the attractive one here, and I'm not getting that. Wow. And it was like, I don't have pretty privilege, and that sucks. Yeah. In listening to her speak about her particular experience, though, mm -hmm. it seemed like more of a problem of her just not being comfortable with who she was <clears> than <throat> it was her um, lack of this pretty privilege, which I do think exists. Yeah. Um, it, but then again, to bring up the same point that you brought up earlier that's more on the fault of the people who have determined what should be considered pretty. Yeah. 
um because there are an array of features that i find attractive it's not just this one standard Mm -mm. european looking um Mm -mm. ambiguous looking person Mm -mm. that's pretty it's in there there's a, a ton of things and you know she was looking to be you know uh attractive and looking for people to be enamored by her and whenever she didn't yeah whenever she didn't get it that hurt her feelings right whose fault is that i think that's hers in this particular instance (laughs) in this one okay so actually you know what this is kind of the same thing really like we're kind of still going down the same stream um it's just the scenery is a little different from what i thought it Mm -hmm. would be um so okay so maybe we're talking about the the lines um, for for, can we say that that for a lot of groups or communities or whatever, is it that people have blurred the lines between rights and privileges? Do you think there should be a distinct line? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, you know, because I, I think um, perhaps there's some confusion around what what rights actually are okay you know i was just about to ask you yeah what that is for you that's what okay, i was just right. thinking and i was trying to define it for my <laughs> for myself before yeah. you uh, finish talking so if someone goes you know i have rights you know mm-hmm. what do you think they mean if you said it what do you mean i have rights you know yeah okay um well <clears throat> i'm a black man so it's a little different you know for for me than if you asked you know someone else but um i'm just talking about uh human rights just basic human rights, you know. What are those? Um, to uh, to simply be uh, respected, and um, and and here we go is where it becomes shady again, kind of kind of unclear. Mm-hmm. But to be given the rights of a human being, and then of course just the things that are that are um, that that honestly that are already on the books. I think really there are enough laws on the law books to protect the rights of anybody deemed a human being. So are rights defined by their legal definition of them? Um, the, do laws define what rights are and who has them? I think um, as it relates to, you know, talking about different communities and people standing up and fighting for this and fighting for that, mm-hmm. unless, of, unless of course, and here's something I never thought about until just now, unless people are defining their rights as something existing beyond what's already on the books, you know, I don't know. If I say I have rights, if I'm thinking about mm-hmm. what my own personal rights are, yeah. I'm thinking of human rights, the mm-hmm. same that you are. For me, that means that I should be allowed to pursue a lifestyle that I seem fitting to, you know, the way that I wish to live. Right. And that whether you like or dislike what I am doing, what my choices are, what kind of life I've decided I want it for myself, whether or not you, you know, like that, that you do not try to inhibit me from doing so. Right. Was that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Right. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that that is an innate thing that should just be there. I think that there, the laws are meant to protect them, but, it's, it's weird because there are so many laws that don't protect them That's for certain correct. groups of people. Um, <clears throat> and it's like, at that point, are you lawmakers attempting to redefine what it is for me to be human so that I can even have these human rights? Because if, if a right is taken from me that I believe to be just a, a human right uh-huh. and your laws don't protect 
me for those rights, uh -huh. then to me, that means that you don't consider me a full human in the way you do other people who are more protected by. Like maybe three-fifths of a human? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That and that's that's where we start talking about it, you know, like we start talking about the law, you know, the things that are legally defined as, you know, rights. Um, like getting married, you know, gay people getting married, that was huge for a long time. You know what I mean? I've said the same thing for a very long time. Um gay people want to get married let them get married they have the right to be just as miserable as anybody else <laughs> <laughs> my wife doesn't listen to this so. <laughs> no, but you dig what i'm saying man you know um i mean if if um i, I think the the only thing i think where it becomes where anything becomes an infringement on other people I think is where, um, because I think people are free to, you know, make choices. You know, you know, everybody's free, you know, of choices. Nobody's free from consequences, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But everybody's free to make the choices they want to make. Um, so long as, you know, they're not infringing upon, you know, the, the, the ability of another, of another person to, you know, um, uh, to enjoy life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But it gets blurry right there. You know, like, um, I have, I, I really don't have a problem that I'm aware of, you know, consciously with any group of people at all. At all. Um, it could be people with whom I disagree as it regards religion. You know what I mean? Or uh, anything about another person's lifestyle. My way of saying, well, this is what I believe is just by how I live it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't got to fight you down. I ain't got to argue you down or, you know, punch down on anybody, as Dave Chappelle put it. I don't have to punch down on anybody, you know. But I think when I'm trying to feed you, um, you know, completely unwarranted <laughs> you know what i mean and force feed you something i think then it becomes problematic you know like you didn't ask for this you know so let's just say you're just a regular white person right just regular white person ladonna right and you're just i mean you're not it's as like you know but yeah. but I know, if you, I know what i am you could pass though if <laughs> yeah. you really tried yeah, straighten my straighten hair your hair it, yeah. you know and didn't say too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know, but you're just regular white person, LaDonna, right? And, um, you know, you, you don't have a problem with black people. You're not bothering us one bit. You're not, you know, you're minding your business. Um, and here I come. And I'm giving you everything that I believe about what it is to be black. Now, you could be kind and listen, you know, but you're not obligated to listen to me. I'll tell you, you're totally, you're, you're not obligated. And I think um, in, in saying I have rights as a black man, um, am I asking for the privilege to force feed you, you know, my narrative, you know, where I believe that my narrative should be respected, 
I believe that um, my history should be respected, I, just like anybody's should, you know. But I believe that, and I believe it's a story that needs to be heard. But I think that I'm infringing upon you when I force feed uh, my story to you, you know, totally unwarranted, and, and you don't want it. How is it infringing? Um, because I'm making you feel like you have to listen to this. You have to hear this. Okay. I went to uh, D.C. Pride, the okay. most recent one. Yeah. We were at DuPont Circle in D.C. Right. There was a religious group there uh -huh. that were up on small platforms and microphones and, you know, or uh, uh, loud, whatever they, they, I don't remember what they were hooked up yeah. to, but they were speaking about what religion, what their religion said about, you know, homosexuality and yeah. you know, non-heterosexuality. And they weren't violent. They didn't see say anything that I heard that was um that was that could be interpreted as a as an attack. Uh -huh. Um they were just saying what their religion said and were trying to guide people away from the lifestyles that they deemed to be unfit for humans uh -huh. because of their religion. <clears throat> a lot of people there of course, were you know yelling at them and you know kind of like waving them off and you know had negative remarks about this group of people who uh -huh. came to Pride to try to stop people from you know being the way that they were. Right. I had no problem with them being there. Right. Nothing they said bothered me. Their existence did not bother me. They stayed up on their platforms. I just walked around and went to get some food. Right. And I came back and walked past the same group and went over to where I was. Right. I believe that they had the right to be there the same way uh -huh. that we did. We were all sharing the same space. They had a message that they felt was necessary to share to other people. I believe that they genuinely thought that they were being helpful and guiding people towards a lifestyle that they thought all people should be guided towards. Uh -huh. And I actually appreciated their presence there for that reason. Right. I did not feel infringed upon by them. Right. Right. So that's why I asked, in what way is it infringing? Oh, okay, I see. Um, well, it doesn't sound like they were force feeding. You know, okay. almost like they painted you into a corner and said, you will hear this. Okay, that's what you mean by yeah, that. Yeah, like okay. you still had the room to make a choice as to whether or not you wanted to they hear it. They were pretty that. loud, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I believe they were, you know. Yeah. But you, you see, but, you know, you said yourself, you know, but, but, you know, I just walked around them and went and got something to eat and yeah. went back and it didn't bother me one bit. Yeah. You know, and that's, um, that's I think that's one thing, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and another thing is, you know, when we have to um you know when it's almost like we're going to flood your communications we're going to flood you know your workspace we're going to flood you know all these platforms with this because you must hear this and if you don't hear this you're a bad person okay you know yeah um it's like and and really they're allowed to feel that way too, mm -hmm. that I'm a bad person if I don't hear their message. Yeah, it's cool. But as for me, you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be the guy to make the decision to, hey, you know what, I'm going to force feed people, you know, what it is that I want them to. Like even with this broadcast here, people can turn it off if they want without me making some attempt to make them feel as though they're somehow less of a human being for not hearing that. You know, but um, <clears throat> that you know, so I think of those things as 
I won't say an attempt to infringe upon someone's rights, but you see where it becomes uh, this this um, gray area where it can be interpreted as, as just that. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, they're infringing upon my rights. Why do I have to listen to all this gay talk? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Why do I have to listen to, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and people are allowed to feel like, why do I have to listen to all this gay talk? And then somebody's allowed to say, why do I have to listen to all this Jesus talk? Well, why do I have to listen to all this black talk? Well, why do I have to listen to all this white history? Why do I? And everybody's allowed to feel that way, you know? Mm -hmm. And everybody is even allowed to feel like it's infringing upon their rights, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. um, as for me, you know, like I'm saying, the choices that I make, like, well, if you don't want it, not going to give it to you you know um if you and and somebody else has a different mission you know if i'm trying to tell you something i'm like well you need to know this you know and i say ladonna listen up i'm going to school you little girl and okay cool <laughs> but um i can do that but if you're really not trying to hear it then for me, that's enough for me to be like, okay, cool. You know what? It's time better spent doing something else. But if I'm someone who is discriminating against you in a way that harms you, whether it be emotionally, physically, or whatever, mm -hmm. because of the thing that you're trying to school me about, uh -huh. then what role does that play for you? If you're trying to harm me? Yeah, like if I'm, if I, like let's say you're trying to give me some black talk. Okay. I'm not black and you know I hate right. your people for whatever reasons I have for it right. and because of that that's why you now feel the need to educate me okay do you feel like that's right that I feeling the need to educate somebody yes yeah I think that's fine okay I think that's fine you um, would still consider it I guess it is still considered infringing upon um, well it, it it's really up to the person that's having the education thrown at them <laughs> like well <laughs> he's infringing upon my rights you know um, and, and it's also up to the person who's who's doing the educating or the delivering, because as for me, if I'm trying to teach something and somebody is just they have this blatant disregard for what it is I'm trying to give them, then you know what? I'm just not going to try to teach. You're not my audience. And so I'm that dude. You know, somebody else lives it another way. But if I'm trying to give you something and you don't want it, I, you're not my audience. It's cool. I'm not talking to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um and and it's cool because if I were to press, I probably would walk into that territory where I can be interpreted as infringing upon your rights. What makes you okay with that? So like if you're trying to educate somebody on something, you realize they, they're not trying to hear it. What makes you okay with going, all right, then I'm not talking to you and I'll move on? Because um, some people can't do that. Some people right. are like, no, you need to listen to me. You need right. to hear this. <laughs> this is necessary. It's important. Right. What What about you gives you the, uh, I don't even know if I should call it strength. I don't think that's a display of strength. Right. But what about you allows you to just be okay with To just detach. Yeah, like to that. just move on like that. Because um, I don't really view myself as being that important. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That it's my job to fix everything about everybody. You know what I mean? Like, um Think about it. There's a lot of people that don't like McDonald's, man. Mm -hmm. And if you go out here on Central Ave, man, like you can see the one on the right and look right up the street and see the other one on the left. Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking insane to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's the same street, not even a half mile away. It's on the opposite side of the road. And if you turn around and drive out Central Avenue, there's another one 
you know, just past, like when you go past the uh, where the target and all that is. Yeah. It's, one, it's another one on the left. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't miss it. So, you know, there are millions of people who don't like McDonald's, but they keep right on advertising. And if you don't like it, like, excuse me, I know you don't like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But then stop them from like, yeah. airing their no commercials. No one cares that I don't eat McDonald's. Right. Yeah. It's cool. So, you know, if, if, if I'm advertising something or I'm trying to give you something and you just don't want it, it's like, okay. Like I might be missing the person who actually wants it, you know, to like push. So perhaps I'm infringing upon my own right, you know, (laughs) to, to educate somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm infringing upon my own thing now, you know? Um, and, um, I, I just say it like that. It's like, yo, let me just go ahead over there to that side and we're good. All right. So then on the other side, what do you think it is about the people who can't detach? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Do you think that it's a, um, inflated self sense of importance? I can speculate. Um, (laughs) I think that, um, some people can't let it go because, um, there is, and I think all of us are guilty of this to some degree, depending upon what it is. There, there's an attachment to a certain outcome, you know, um, especially if, let's say a particular teaching has been life-changing for me, let's say, you know. And um, I'm like, man, this really set my life on course. This set everything straight. Like, this made it all right, you know. This is going to work for you, too, you know. And you want to see that for somebody, you know, if it's genuine. You know what I mean? Because then there's so many variables, man, because you have people who become, like, self-righteous without even knowing that they've become self-righteous, you know. Yeah. So heavenly-minded that they're no earthly good. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And um, so I, I guess even saying that, I think um, I might be driven by that a little bit to not be that heavenly minded person. That's no earthly good. You know, I might be driven by that a little bit to not be that guy. So that might be part of my ability to just be like, okay, well, I can detach. You know, like I've taught, I spent 12 years teaching musicianship. At the school, right? And if I got 30 kids in the class, I might have three that dig it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for a little while, it drove me insane because I'm incredibly passionate about, you know, music theory and all these things. And if I've got three people who are really eating it up, mm-hmm. the other 27 would just drive me crazy because I'm like, how do you not see this? You know, mm-hmm. it's in everything that you like about music, whether you recognize it or not. And what I started doing, it's like you, number one over here, number two back there, and number three over there on that side. Y'all come here to the front. I can talk directly to you. Those who don't want it, well, it's okay. You know, um, and and for real, if you think about it, Jesus even taught like I don't liken myself to Jesus or anything like that by far. Okay, <laughs> but um, I'm by by miles. But um, even Jesus taught in parables. You know, it's like, well, here's the analogy. Here's the story. You know, those with ears to hear, you will hear this. You know what I mean? And with those with the eyes to see, you'll see this. And for everyone else, you know. Maybe it's not your time yet, or maybe I'm not the vessel through which, you know, your deliverance should come. And that's okay too, you know, 
um, but I'm not force feeding anyone, you know. And so that's me, you know. That's how I feel. Um, and like I said, the next person they might feel like, hey, I need to go around yelling it in everybody's ear. And and really, if you do that enough times, it'll work on somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they want. You know, maybe that's that's their way of going about it. Um, and because maybe that's what worked on them. I don't just, but to answer your question, I don't, I don't know what, um, beyond that, I don't know what allows me to just like detach and say, it's just like, yo, you're not my audience. Um, my, um, my wife, you know, she has, um, her, her company. Right. And we would talk about, and we've, you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, when you set your prices, set them for what you believe they're worth, you know, um, like I use Gucci as the example, you know what I mean? Like nobody, nobody gave Gucci permission to be a designer brand. They just determined that they are, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. This is the price tag attached. And if you're not buying, you're not my market. You're not my customer and it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's that that's what sets. I think the message you know apart from from the others or sets the messengers apart from you know probably the next messenger and and we've seen it you know you guys know like you you guys have been in the band here you know i mean no i mean really they they just decided hey this is where we're going to be and somebody saw the value in it and said hey this is what we'll pay for it it's quality stuff you know it's, it's quality stuff we'll pay for it you know, this is what it's worth to me. So that goes right back to the stripper. You know, for somebody, that's quality stuff. You know, because somebody values it that much and says, hey, you know what? I'm going to put my money out for this. I'm just not the dude mm-hmm. that values it to that, you know, degree. So I just don't go. I don't go in there and get a free show. And, and you know, I'm in there with deep pockets and short arms. You know what I mean? I'm not that guy either. I'm just not there. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but I do think it's whack if you go to, you know, to the strip club, and you just up in that joint. And you don't, you don't come out your pockets. Yeah, it's terrible, man. You know what I mean? but yeah, we went. I went a long way to answer that one. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. what we're doing. This. It's what we do. <laughs> you know. It sounds like you know everybody's really just trying to live, you know, their best life. And for some reason, everyone thinks that they have the right to tell everyone else what their best life is. <laughs> and I think that's a problem. Because it's about the best life is, yeah. is what we start. Is is there telling. a the best? Is there an objective, right way to live life? And that's an old age philosophical question that you know right. we're not going to answer here. Yeah, we <laughs> I'm can't. not even going to try to. Yeah, um, but you know I think that people do believe that there is an objective right way to do life, and they attempt to do it, uh-huh. and then attempt to tell everybody else what they should do to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know violence and all that other other stuff. You know that's I believe unique to types of people, but yeah, that's what this all is, right? Word. Everyone just trying to do right, trying to <laughs> you know whatever by whatever way they that they think that that is. Yeah. Values. Yeah, and if you are truly okay with the way that you're doing things, and how the way that you're doing things is making your life turn out, I don't think you would actually have a problem with the way other people are doing it. Because if you were totally okay with the choices you've made or are making with the life that you're living, you would recognize that it's good because of the unique choices you've made. 
-huh. And you would then recognize that other people have the right to make their own unique choices, to have their own, def you know, whatever they think uh -huh. a good life is, and you wouldn't bother them. No. So I would argue that people who are attacking other people for whatever way that they are or are living are not completely satisfied with their own life. I can get with that. I can definitely get with that. Um, then you have um, the protective, um, you know, how we were talking about how people, you're going to hell for your choices, you know. And and some of those efforts are actually protective. You said that, you know, mm -hmm. some of them are protective. Um, and And you start barking up the tree or one side of the tree of parenthood, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because man's a whole other thing, you know. Um, well, no, you have to do this, you know. And yeah. I, I've even, like, in guiding my own kids, yeah. All right, what am I telling them? And yeah. is it consistent with yeah. what I've been telling? Not that I don't give myself room or permission to grow, or even change my mind, yeah. You know, but um, I like to be consistent, yeah. You know, like. Check this out. This is going to sound weird. Okay. Well, you know me, so uh, to you it might not. So my parents told me there was a Santa Claus, right? And I believed it until I didn't anymore. But then as open as my parents and I have always been, you know, talking about all things, <clears throat> I didn't share with my parents that, I had a pretty solid hunch that Santa wasn't real until they came out and told me because I wanted them to have that one. And so, it's and I was nine. child. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and I was nine yeah. when my dad finally told me. And so I told my children when they became nine. So, of course, Trey's the oldest. And I told him, you know, and, you know, just this past summer, you know, my twins are nine now. And I told them. And... Before I told them that there was no Santa Claus, I was already prepared to tell them why I ever told them there was a Santa in the first place. And um, and it was consistent with what I tell them anyway. And so when I told them, they all admitted to having a hunch that, you know, he wasn't really, you know, for real anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, at about seven, they were like, OK, dad, you know. But yeah. they waited for me to do like I did with my dad. Yeah. And so um, this is what I told him. Because my daughter actually was the one who asked, well, why would you tell us that there was one? You know, not really in trying to call dad out, but she wanted, I could tell she genuinely wanted, well, why would you tell us that? And um, I thought that Trey might have asked me that or that Will might have asked me that. My daughter said, my little girl. And... um I gave her the same answer. You know, I gave uh, I gave Trey. Of course, I told Ema and Will at the same time, being their twins. And um, I said, well, because if you guys could believe that there's this fat old white dude, or just this fat old dude, period, doesn't matter if he's white or if he's black, but there's this old fat dude who can somehow manage to fly and go all over the world in a matter of hours and stop it everybody's house and give them exactly what they asked for then you could believe anything's possible about you you see what i mean mm -hmm. if you can believe that and that's far-fetched way more far-fetched than anything i could tell you about what you're able to do yeah then 
the things I'm trying to tell you are possible for you should not seem like something that's not achievable. And they respected that. And they were like, wow. And I had this answer way before I even told my kids there would be a Santa. Yeah. You know, I knew that I was going to say that to them because by the time you're nine, you've had some moments where you've doubted yourself, you know, where you felt like, man, maybe I can't do that. Or you may have had moments where you felt less than, or you've been hurt, you know? And I felt like that would be a time where I could say something that might be restorative at that point. Now it's kind of like, well, dad, did you have to go that route though? It wasn't necessarily a lie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I know that I was able to make something good come out of that. So I believe that the end justified the means, you know? And if anybody disagrees with that, you can email us. <laughs> we might be wrong at gmail.com. No E. You know what I mean, but um, it's consistency, you know, with. So if, if if I tell my children something, even as I grow and, and figure out things, you know, I want to be consistent. You know, I, I want to do my best to not, you know, be in conflict with something I told you before. But. If I do have something to say that's in conflict with something I told you before, I'll say, you know what? Dad thought about this different before. And and there you have consistency because at least that's consistent growth, you know, that mm -hmm. I'm consistent enough in my growth that I can say, you know, what? I might not have been all the way straight with that one, mm -hmm. you know. And so that idea of trying to be consistent can sometimes lead us down a bad road because we don't want to disagree with ourselves because we want to look like yeah. we've always had the answers, you yeah. know. Boy, we're going a lot of places tonight. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Going going back to, you know, talking about rights and, and privileges uh -huh. to try to, you know, keep some kind of a, you know. Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, um, I do think that some people are genuinely coming from a place of trying to help and trying to steer right when they are you know even the people who are like oh you're going to hell and yeah. you know of course with many other things that's just the one that we've brought up protective um yeah and and i've been on the receiving end of that where mm -hmm. it was coming from a place of nurturing and it wasn't a violent spewing of oh you're mm -hmm. this and you're that it was it was more of from a tone of oh no this is what happens to people who do this you need right. you should stop if i if i really really believed that people who shaved their heads uh -huh. were going to hell. Right. And, you know, we hung out one day and I saw that you shaved your head. And I love you as much as I do. Yeah. I'm going to try to stop you from shaving your head again. Ever again. Yeah. Right. Because I really, really believe that you're, this is your fate if you continue to do this. Yeah. And I'm okay with that, with people who are like yeah. that. Yeah. It's the violence and the discrimination and the hurt that I'm not okay with. Right. But I believe that all people have the right to believe whatever they believe mm -hmm. and to use that belief to try to empower others or help yeah. others. Um, because then I believe that that's truly where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I've been on the receiving end of, oh, no, you need to stop because people who are like you end up here. And I mm -hmm. know it was from, it hurt me still, but I knew it was from love. Right. And that I was OK with that part. I was yeah. OK with Yeah. that part of it. Yeah, that's the, um, and sometimes I think the not being able to let it go can lead to the violence that you speak of. Yeah, you know? Cause, yeah, they run out of ways to yeah. 
to go about what they're trying to go about. Got nothing left. Yeah. This is my last resort. It's got to stop you. Oh, yeah. And when your back's against the wall, you always resort to your highest level of training. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And we got to rise above then, huh? <laughs> we got <laughs> yeah. to come out of that one. Man. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about... Um, the uh, shoot, and and it would come up every time we would go there, and I'd say, "Yeah, I want to share that with her." Um, people wanting to protect, um, if they're coming from a place of love, like you're cool with that, it'll come back to me again. Hopefully, okay, <laughs> it'll come back to me again. Yeah, I think. Um I think I've said as much as I can think of right now that okay. I wanted to bring up. <laughs> I do. Um, I do. I just think that people need to do. I, I say, I feel like I say this at the end of almost every episode, but mm-hmm. this is just really what I, I think about things Yeah, is that people just really need to start doing the work on themselves to, mm-hmm. you know, to one, even just figure out who they are to become comfortable with the, uh, the shadow of themselves as well. You know, we fight that part to accept it to work on what we think should be worked on that's our right to say i'm this way i don't like it i'd like to change it um, or i'm this way i'm going to keep it i'm fine with it and to let others do the same thing other yeah. people do the same thing mm-hmm. it starts with yourself everything starts with yourself but like just oh, yeah. do that work on yourself man yeah leave other people alone that aren't actually hurting anyone right right i'm with that um and i think that's where it's heading anyway yeah like it's going you know like how much worse can it get i really shouldn't ask that question but <laughs> i mean but before we say yo you know what let's leave people alone you know like for thousands of years people say yo do unto others <laughs> as you would have them do unto you um if you really really <laughs> lived by that yeah we'd be mostly good science says for every action <laughs> Yeah. There is an opposite <laughs> and equal reaction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think if we really spent the time too, we'd see that we're much more alike than we are different. Right. Right. And still, you're allowed to say that you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fine with that too. Fine with that. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, the shaved heads, yo, you man, I mean, really. <laughs> this was going to happen. Trying to man. save you, man. Trying to save you, dog. I love you, dude. You, you know? just. You gotta stop doing that, man. Yeah. Or, let it grow. Just let it grow. You know, I don't even like them shaved heads. I don't think you're going to hell for it, but I just don't like it. It offends me. I'm offended by your shaved head. You're allowed to be offended by that. <laughs> are you allowed yeah. to tell me that? Yeah, you are. You know, do I have to listen to it? No. Yeah, I could, but I might be wrong. <laughs> that's so corny when i do that i hate when i do that <laughs> that's cool <laughs> wow uh, did you want to bring anything else up before we close out um oh wow yeah i i'm i'm like on a roll man i feel like we could just go but you know um and wife and kids at the house um no i got nothing man um that won't turn into like a huge barrel of worms <laughs> okay so know? we'll save it for next time we'll hold on to it for later <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, you know, as always, if you agree with us, disagree with us, would like to make a suggestion 
comment or whatever, you can email us at we might be wrong at gmail.com. That's no E after the B. We might be wrong at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear what you have to say. We might not like it, but we'd love to hear it. I'll add us. All right.